everyone. Welcome back to Program Perceptions, which is a podcast geared towards dissecting ways we might have been programmed and talking through our perceptions. My name is Dr. Tanisha Barton. And in this episode, this is kind of special to me because recently I've been in a lot of good, unique company meetings and I've had some really engaging conversations with friends of mine. And one of the things that keeps coming up or one of the things that keeps coming up in my conversations is about my career and how I got started, how I positioned myself in certain um, ways to really be able to do the job that I love to do and achieve it um, at, at such a high level that keeps me inspired, keeps me motivated, keeps me going, keeps me excited. Um, one of the things that I think is important just for me to call out from the top of this is that I am by no means telling you everything I'm doing is the right thing to do. I am by no means telling you that I know all the answers, but what I'm doing is sharing with you a little bit about my story and how I landed where I'm at, how I navigated through life and really how I, how I kind of figured out what I wanted to do and what I wanted to be. Um, one of the things I do want to mention also is that I do have an episode about like corporate America and, um, like negotiating and, you know, really jumping into that world. I think there's like a professional development one, um, professional development episode. I think it's, I believe it's episode 50. And so there are times that I've talked a little bit in regards to this topic because I love all things organization. I love learning. I love growing. I love developing and I love sharing that out. And so I wanted to make just an episode about how you can start now really positioning yourself for that next level career opportunity. Or if you're in a job and you don't really like, or you're thinking about changing over in industries, I'm just going to share some things that I've experienced, things that I've learned along the way that quite honestly, I wish somebody would have told me when I was starting my career so that I could learn and develop certain things. So before I jump into that, as always, my personal Instagram is Dr. Tanisha Barton. My personal website is programperceptions.com. Um, you'll find blogs there and other things there too as well. So share, subscribe, read, review, wherever you are listening to this episode. So getting started, one of the things that I knew at a young age is that I liked leading people. And so when I say leading people, I mean being a part of people's journeys and taking, taking a prominent role when people don't want to. So I'm pretty sure that everybody listening to this episode can think of a time where you've been in a group of friends or been in a setting with a group of people and you just go rounds and rounds and rounds about making a decision. I think the best example of this is food. So somebody might be like, oh, I want, I'm really hungry. And then the next person might be like, yeah, me too. I kind of want seafood. And then somebody else might be, oh, I don't really want seafood. I want American food, right? And so you go rounds and rounds and rounds in conversations, but nobody is willing to like just make the decision and do it. And because once you make that decision and you do it, if it doesn't work out for people, then everyone's going to be like, well, you know, Tanisha made this decision anyway. I really didn't want this, right? Or whatever. And so I feel like growing up in an environment where decisions were always just made by committee because that's how good friendships work, um, I realized quickly that I like making decisions and just moving forward with the decisions. However, what I've realized as I got older is yes, I like making decisions and moving forward with my decisions, but my decision making and making a decision doesn't just happen the day I make the decision and it leads to some prep work. And one of the things that I've noticed being in my position that I'm in now is that a lot of that prep work is now done in my brain without me even realizing 
that I have cultivated this sense of engaging in this sense of learning that I didn't even know was there. It's just become a part of how I do things. Now, do I always do it perfectly? Absolutely not. However, what I have learned is most people that I am leaders, um, that I lead respond to me. And I think they respond to me because I find a way to make sure that I am inclusive and that I'm honest and that I'm transparent and that I find ways to get things done. So I'm just going to talk about three things that I really, really focus on myself as I was really catapulting my way into where I wanted to be and to now becoming a leader. So just wanted to share again, some of you might love this episode. Some of you might hate it. That's fine. But I just wanted to share out because I often get asked questions about where I'm at in my career. Um, so one of the things that I would say is probably really, I don't, I don't want to label these as one being more important than the other one, but one of the things that's really important, um, when you're figuring out where you want to go and where you want to be is managing your expectations. And so what I mean by that is so many times social media articles that we read, um, Ted talks that we watch podcasts that we listen to, right? All these different areas are telling you how things should go, right? They tell you. Okay, so if you want to be a leader, first you have to do this, then you have to do this, and then you do this. And then once you do all of those four things, you're ready to be a leader. That is not how it works. And that is not also how it works if you are going to switch careers. Let's say you are a nurse and you want to transition into a technology career. The thing about careers and working in organizations in any way, shape, or form is that Managing your expectations means figuring out how the organization works. For example, if you are going into an organization that is very leadership driven, meaning there are heavy titles, big people, you know, VPs and directors and all of these people with these big, heavy titles, right, have these roles. And then there's other there's other roles also, but it kind of trickles down. You need to understand the inner workings of that and what that looks like. So when you're managing your expectations, what I mean by that is look at the the type of structure the organization has, because you can't come into an organization and say, oh, I'm going to be a leader. And then there's only three people that work in the organization. What are you going to be a leader of? Or what is your goal there? And so managing your expectations is super important, like with life, but also as you're entering your career. One of the things in my career, I think I've said this on episodes. If I didn't, I'm going to say it now. I have always been really motivated by money when it comes to my career. Um, If I feel like I am compensated well, then the job is a little bit easier for me. Not everybody is motivated by money and that is totally fine. But for me, if I'm going to get out of bed in the morning to do something or perform a task that sometimes I don't feel like performing, I need to know that I'm doing it and getting compensated well. That works for me. That doesn't work for everybody. So whoever you are, figure out the thing that works for you and manage your expectations to that thing that works for you. Because like I always say, similar to my politics episode, I live by an 80-20 rule. I don't like anybody 100% of the time. I don't. I just don't like anybody 100% of the time. If you like people 100% of the time, good for you. I don't. However, if I like you 80, at least 80% of the time, we can we can connect, right? So sim, same in a job. If you're in a job right now and you're like, I want to get into leadership. My next step in this job is to get into leadership or I want to break into something new. My next area that I want to break into is the something new. Manage your expectations towards what the something new is. If you don't know what to manage your expectations to, ask friends, 
ask people in the industry, ask people what to expect so that you can manage your expectations. Do not base everything on an article that you read online. Do not base everything on Twitter. Do not base everything on Facebook. Do not base everything on Instagram stories. Like base things based on the people that you ask because that is what I did. And so for me, I remember setting up meetings with people that were way higher than I was because I wanted to understand how they got to where they were at. And I'm also one that's like, I'm not afraid to fail. I'm not afraid to ask them questions. I'm not afraid to stand up and say something that might be dumb. And people might be like, what is, why is she asking this? She's so stupid. That's me. And I had to step out of my comfort zone to really step into a world that I didn't know. And so if you are willing to make that sacrifice and make that change, um, you can 110% step into that. The other thing that I will talk about, and it kind of is a little bit about what I just shared, is be prepared to be uncomfortable and to feel stupid. Okay. Now, nobody wants to feel stupid. Nobody wants to be uncomfortable. I'm not saying you're stupid. That's not what I'm saying. But when you're in a world that you're trying to get into, you have to feel comfortable being uncomfortable. Why? Because you don't know. It is like when you start working out and you do squats for the first time for three days. When you do squats for the first time for three days and you haven't done them for a while, your legs hurt. Your legs hurt. Your form might be off. You might think you're doing it wrong. Everything just feels off, right? That's normal. Same thing happens in the world. So if you want to get into leadership and you are not a leader and you have to have conversations with other leaders, get ready to feel uncomfortable, get ready to feel stupid. And when I say feel stupid, because somebody's going to say something to you and you're going to be like, oh my God, of course, that is something I should have thought about. Or of course I need to, you know, have a better vision or of course I need to whatever, right? We're humans. It's normal. And sometimes when you're meeting with people that you don't know, you by default might get nervous and you might forget some things, which is totally fine. But if you are not prepared to feel uncomfortable, and if you go into a situation assuming that you're going to know everything about a situation and that you're not going to feel dumb, it's not going to allow you to learn and grow. There are a lot of meetings still to this day, as I am a leader in my organization, where I will be in a meeting and I will look around and I will be like, what is going on? I have no idea what's going on. And sometimes it is in pretty important meetings and I'm sitting there and I'm listening and I'm thinking, uh, okay, I have no clue what is going on right now. So I'm saying that because it is totally normal. So if you're listening to this episode and you either want to get in leadership or you're changing your careers, because in my opinion, getting into leadership and changing careers into a new industry could be the same thing because being a leader is a completely different ball game that nobody really prepares you for. Everyone just says, great, you're promoted. Yay. But nobody gives you the book on how to be a leader. And so if you are somebody that wants to be, or you're thinking about it again, think about being comfortable, being uncomfortable and feeling stupid. But you have to so that you can ask the right questions. So you, you have to ask questions. You have to ask questions. You have to ask questions. And you have to figure out what's going on. The third thing is probably the easiest thing maybe, but hard to do. Find other leaders that you want to emulate or be like in your organization. Okay? If you are changing careers, find somebody in that career field that you can talk to and learn from and ask questions to. If you are in your job right now and you are thinking to yourself, I want to be a leader and you have not reached out to a single leader 
to ask them what leadership is like, you are doing yourself a disservice. And when you reach out to them and you ask them what being a leader, a leader is like, and you set up a 30 minute phone call with them and you listen to what they're saying, don't respond to every, every piece of advice they're giving you with ways that you've done that in the past, right? Because if you set up a meeting with me and you're like, Tanisha, I want to hear your thoughts and opinions about this, right? And I start to tell you, okay, well, one of the things about being a leader is making sure, you know, that you're always giving feedback. And then your response to me is, yeah, 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 I always give feedback. Or you're trying to almost make me believe that you're a leader. That is doing you a disservice. And that is terrible communication. So if you take time on somebody's calendar to ask them for their advice, listen to their advice. You don't have to sell yourself to them. Your job is information. You want to know why? I can count on probably two hands. How many people in my entire career have reached out to me? Oh, I lied. It's probably going to take me. Yeah, I, there's probably about 15 people that have reached out to me about becoming leaders in their organizations. Not even some of them are in organizations that I'm in. Some of them are not in organizations that I work in. However, those 15 people that have come to me, all of them, but 13 of them are leaders now in their organizations. The two that aren't leaders in organizations are because they decided they didn't want to be leaders. Now, I am not saying that I, Tanisha, produce leaders all across, all across organizations. That's not what I'm, what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I had people come to me that were interested in being in leadership and I gave them advice. I gave them suggestions. I talked to them. I made myself available and they are now in leadership positions. Did I have a role to play in, in that? Of course, on some level, of course I did. Do I still hear from them a lot of the time? Of course I do. But I'm not saying I'm the only reason why they are in leadership. But what I'm saying is I gave them these very specific things that I'm giving you right now and said, take some time, learn, grow by asking other people, managing your expectations, making yourself uncomfortable, reaching out to a leader and asking questions. Three things that I've done, and it's very simple if you take the time. And I want to throw out a fourth thing because this is something that is near and dear to my heart as of late because I, one of the things in leadership that I think that I'm really good at when I remember to do it is delegation. And so one of the reasons why I delegate, or I think it's important to delegate, and by the way, I haven't always been good at this because I've always just thought like, I'm going to do it because I can do it the best way. One of the reasons delegation is important is for two things. First of all, I remember when I had a manager and all I wanted her to do was delegate things to me so that I could learn and develop in a way that was helpful to me. So now in a leadership position, my delegation is the same thing for somebody else. I need to give other people opportunities to learn and grow the same way I did. Yes, I'm still there. Yes, I will still help them. But if I give somebody else the responsibility of putting in the work, doing the research, grinding it out, you know, putting together business um, objectives and doing all those things, A, it gives them experience, right? And B, it allows them to feel confident in what they're doing so they can ultimately grow to be a leader or see sometimes what happens is people will say, oh gosh, is this what leaders do? And I'm like, yep, <laughs> this is what we do. And they're like, I don't really want to do it that way. Right? So the second thing is transparency is something I pride myself on being with my team. It helps people see me as a person 
And as somebody that honors them and loves them and respects their craft, that I'm willing to invite them into whatever we have going on. So I don't make any business decisions until I talk to my team. Do I do it right all the time? Absolutely not. But my goal is to include people in the business decision. Why? Because then when the decision gets made and we get a yes on, you know, whatever we're trying to get a yes to, then the people that wanted to do that work, guess what? They get to now do the work and they get to now see how it goes from idea to doing work to the rollout and then monitoring it for sustainability. So for me, delegation is huge. And so my my third or my fourth thing is going to be figure out figure out how you can take away things or improve another leader's perspective or help them. So for example, if you are somebody that is transitioning, I'll use the nurse into the tech world, okay? So you're a nurse and you're transitioning into tech, right? Let's say you're in tech. Great. Let's say you go to a team meeting and something needs to be done, right? That's a good opportunity for you to see how you can help your boss. Because once you start helping your boss, you're going to start seeing things that happen with your boss and you're going to learn and you're going to grow. If you're already in an organization and you go to a meeting and the the leader of the meeting says, okay, great, um, we're going to start on this team. Um, who wants to Who wants to help and be a part of this project? Raise your hand. Don't ever be the person that's not raising your hand to help. And some people are going to hear me say, raise your hand to help. And they're going to go, well, I don't ever want to be a leader. I don't want to do that. Great. Don't raise your hand. But there are people that will listen to this episode that will say, oh my gosh, I never volunteer for any special projects or, oh my gosh, I've never taken the lead on anything or, oh my gosh, I didn't even know that was a big deal. It's a big deal because what happens is as a leader, we will get a lot of opportunities and we will start to go, okay, who can I get to help me with this project? Like who would be a good person to help with this? And that gives you an end, right? To figuring out what's going on. So again, it's a tip I give everybody that asks me, I'm sharing it here. Um, it is really helpful when you're in a group and you raise your hand to participate on a project. I'm just throwing it out there. So take it or leave it. Um, but those are the things that I would do. So just to kind of recap, if you are somebody that is looking to get into leadership or you're changing careers and you're trying to do something new, um, manage those expectations, ask somebody in the industry, ask somebody in leadership, how can I do this? What tips should I follow? What things should I know? How can I make this as seamless as possible and help somebody out? Um, the second thing is, is like I said, be, be okay with being uncomfortable and maybe feeling stupid. Again, you're not stupid, but you might feel that way just because that's just how it works. The other thing, the third piece of this is make sure that you, um, if you get on somebody's calendar that's in leadership, or if you ask somebody in leadership, make sure that you're prepared to hear what they have to say. It is not a meeting for you to sell yourself or defend yourself. It is a, it's a meeting for you to listen to what you have, what that person has to say, because I'm going to tell you most leaders talk. We talk all the time. We have to talk. We have to talk. We have to present. We have to run a meeting. We have to do this. We have to do this. We talk. That's what we do. So if you ask somebody to talk to you for 30 minutes, it's going to be like, Oh yeah, this is what I do. And now they get to talk about them themselves and their experience. It's a win-win. And then the fourth thing um, is make sure that you try to take ownership of something if you can. Make sure that you are a part of things. Make sure that 
if a project comes up or something becomes available, the team knows that they can count on you to help with that project because it's important. There, I probably should make a part two of this episode because there's some things in leadership that I feel like I did not know that I was going to have to do um, whenever I got into leadership, but here we are. Um, so anyways, but this, hopefully this episode will help those of you that are trying to figure out if you want to get in leadership, how to get in leadership, what's the first thing I should do? You know, what are some things I should be considering? I am going to change careers. Oh my gosh, I don't know anything. How would I get to know more about other, other careers and other things? Um, use your network, tap into people. If you don't know anybody in that particular area, that field, ask somebody in the field. I, it will do you wonders. Ask anybody in the field. Hey, I would like to hear your thoughts. I would like to hear your opinion. It is really helpful and it will help you to make sure that you are moving in the right way. So I'm going to end this episode here. Hopefully if this episode speaks to you and you found this to be exactly where you're at in life, it will help you to kind of figure out, okay, how can I move forward? How can I take these things and put them into practice? Because like I said before, I'm going to tell you they work. They work, they work, they work. That's the best I can say. <laughs> Anyways, um, as always, your perceptions aren't always reality. Sometimes they are the lens in which you have been programmed. Thank you for listening. Thank you.